oftentimes in life, circumstances require being viewed from alternate perspectives in order to gain new insights and awareness around them. Like stepping back from a painting of little shaded squares until it reveals the clear intended picture. Welcome to Pixelated Perspectives, the podcast intended to offer new perspectives into your health and overall well-being, explained through the lens of German New Medicine. I'm your host, Tanya Verquin. I'm an artist, family woman, and nature and life enthusiast. So let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Pixelated Perspectives podcast. My name is Tanya Verquin. And as always, I'm so pleased to have you tuning in to, to another episode. I, I really appreciate you listening. I am excited to bring you the topic today of what actually causes, quote, cold symptoms, cold and cough. So the biological conflict theme, what is the theme around these specific symptoms? And to highlight that, I wanted to share my personal example of my latest symptoms, which was the quote-unquote cold. And I wanted to bring into the conversation of also coughs. Although I didn't experience a cough with my cold, a lot of people do. And this has been a question that has come up more than one time. So I thought, let's cover it. Let's find out and explain from the German New Medicine perspective, from the perspective of these biological laws of nature, why sometimes a cough will accompany your cold symptoms and why sometimes they don't, like for my example. So I gave this talk, you know, this same sort of talk, explaining the cold and giving my example to my free Facebook group last week. And at the time, it was kind of, it wasn't planned. It was just like a spur of the moment. Hey, look, I have a cold. This is a perfect opportunity to share my example, just to help people make correlations so that they themselves can connect the dots with their own symptoms. And also, you know, we're going into and we're getting into the season of winter, as we all know here in the Northern Hemisphere, and it is widely known. It's a widely known concept, this conventional narrative and paradigm that, you know, winter is the time to expect colds and flus. It's such a comical concept when you are aware of the biological laws of nature because you know it has nothing to do with winter and the cold. Instead, they are just due to tracks. The seasonal cold is is a track. The season of winter is actually a track for somebody. And so I won't get into, you know, what a track is and how it's directly related to allergies. In fact, allergies are just tracks that were established for somebody during a initial conflict shock. I've got another couple episodes previous to this one that explains tracks and allergies. And I'm pretty sure I get into the topic of seasonal colds and seasonal allergies, I know for sure. So I'll leave the link to that episode in the show notes so you can go ahead and and check that one out just for a a better in-depth explanation of, you know, seasonal allergies or seasonal colds. So the biological conflict linked to the nasal mucosa, according to its function, is a scent or stink conflict or an annoyance conflict. So it can be experienced in real terms, you know, as an offending odor, something really unpleasant, or it can be perceived as figurative. You know, this would be in my case. 
I experienced a conflict shock that my where my psyche perceived a figurative scent annoyance conflict. It wasn't a literal odor or smell that, you know, reminded me of danger, but no, it was a figurative danger. And so I will share that with you um, here right away. So, you know, just think in terms of a stink conflict, it can relate to any situation that is perceived as, oh, this stinks or this sucks or I'm fed up with this. And it can be perceived as super annoying or really just an inconvenience. Something like, oh, this person, it could be a person as what a pest or um, a situation that is just so inconvenient. So this is the conflict theme around a scent conflict and is correlated directly to the nasal membrane. So when a biological program is initiated involving the nasal mucosa, this is what gives you the symptoms, the common cold symptoms like congestion, runny nose, sneezing, a fever sometimes, chills, a headache. So these are the symptoms produced when the nasal mucosa is involved, when there's biological adaptations happening within the mucosa. So my daughter, this is what happened. This was my conflict shock, okay? We, my daughter came to us with some news that her, her school schedule was going to be suspended a whole another two full months. So initially, she was supposed to complete her certification for her clinical esthetician this month. It was going to be at the beginning of October. And she came to us a couple weeks ago saying, she needs an extension with her classes and it's going to extend all the way until the new year. And in that moment, I was just like, oh my goodness, like what are we going to do? We were not prepared for this at all. You know, what about where is she going to stay? What about financial, like her living expenses? You know, there's rent, there's gas, there's groceries, it, not to mention the extension of her classes. It was just so much. I just you know, it completely caught me off guard. It was highly acute, dramatic, and it was isolated felt like this was happening to me. It was happening to us. It it had nothing to do with anybody else. So these are the three criteria that must be met in order for you to experience what Dr. Hammer called a DHS, a conflict shock. And so You know, in that moment, before I even had a moment's time to explain what had happened, um, there's already biological adaptations happening. So in this initial conflict active phase, this first phase of every biological program, what happens is there's ulceration in the nasal mucosa that is proportional to the degree and intensity of my conflict. Okay, so the whole biological purpose of the cell loss and tissue loss is to widen the nasal passage in order to enhance the function of my smell, enhance the sense of smell. Okay, and in nature, smelling a predator or any potential danger is essential for surviving. And remember, we share these biological laws, these same exact biological adaptations as animals in nature. For animals in nature, their conflicts are always literal, okay? There's literal danger. There's literal threat. But for us humans, we have this ability and most of our, I wouldn't say most, but a lot of our conflicts are perceived as just figurative. 
So for this situation, getting the news from our daughter, this was not a literal threat. This was a perceived threat, a perceived smell of danger of, oh my God, a perceived uh, scent conflict, uh, an annoyance, an inconvenience. And so that is how my, my psyche perceived it. Now, in that moment, I hadn't a clue that I was, you know, conflict active with the nasal mucosa program running. There's virtually no symptoms in this first conflict active phase, other than you, you may notice a dry nose, but I didn't notice that at all. You know, I have the awareness that I can see when I'm conflict active, you know, you're obsessively thinking about the problem because you're trying to come up with a solution. You're not sleeping very much, you know, I don't have much of an appetite. I have cold hands, cold feet. These are all the indicators that accompany a conflict active phase. This is the, you know, the sympathetic phase, our rest or sorry, our fight or flight phase. This is the natural processes of our autonomic nervous system. So as long as we are conflict active, our autonomic nervous system is in this prolonged state of conflict activity, we're going to have these biological adaptations occurring. So there's going to be tissue loss, cell loss on the level of the nasal mucosa for as long as I'm conflict active. Now, the degree in which the cell loss happens is, again, proportionate. So if it's intense conflict for, you know, I was conflict active for about a week. So, you know, that's a fair amount of time to have loss of tissue in the nasal passageway. But because it wasn't intense the entire time, it was intense for the first day until, you know, I realized, okay, I need to downgrade my stress here. We're going to find a solution and, and you start, you know, downgrading your level of stress. Well, that also helps downgrade the biological tissue adaptation that happens. So this is why it's important to know and recognize the, the indicators that let you know you might be in a conflict active phase. So once the, the conflict has been resolved and the resolution to our conflict or to my conflict, because this was just perceived, you know, subconsciously at, at the level of my psyche, right? What had happened is we, the day before I ended up with the quote unquote cold symptoms is when we received an email that our loan had been approved. So we, that was a way to, to financially handle what we needed to handle, to resolve the problem, right? To come up with a solution to her needing a couple extra months in the city with everything to happen, you know, and everything to do that comfortably. And so when I received that email, that was an instant relief emotionally for me. It was, it was like, oh, like a physical sigh came out of me. And that in that split second, just like the split second it took to experience a conflict, it was the split second of emotional relief that is what brought me into healing phase. So it's the turning point of the program. And now instead of a prolonged state of sympathetic uh, fight or flight, we move into a prolonged state of vagatonia, of healing, of rest and digest. And so this is where we get the symptoms. So as I said, the next day here, I go with the symptoms full on quote unquote cold. So congested, fever, headache, runny nose, sneezing, the whole lot. But 
it was not something unexpected for me. I completely knew to expect something. I didn't know which program I was going to, I was running. I didn't know how my psyche or subconscious perceived that conflict. I just knew I experienced a conflict, but we never really know how we perceived it until we end up with the symptoms. And that's always the fun part because, you know, that sounds so strange is it's fun to get symptoms, but it's just because number one, we get to find out how our psyche perceived that situation. And number two, we know that we have resolved the conflict. Like that's two things to celebrate. It's amazing. So with the healing phase, because there was biological adaptations that occurred during that conflict active phase, remember that tissue loss, well now that has to be replenished through cell proliferation. So the opposite happens. So now all that tissue loss is replenished during this healing phase. And so it again is proportionate in degree and in intensity as the conflict active phase. So with a week-long conflict active phase, I could pretty much plan for about a week of symptoms, although I know I knew they weren't going to be super intense symptoms because, again, I wasn't intensely stressed out the entire week. We had down, I had downgraded my stress levels and was able to come up with a, a resolution to that, a solution. But, you know, with, with these um, symptoms, now that I know... You know, I can kind of expect about a week of feeling a little bit down and out. Well, now practically on a practical level, how you make this knowledge applicable and practical in your life is that you plan accordingly now. So now I wasn't filling up my calendar as full as I normally would. I actually cleared out all of my available client spots and, um, I just basically cleared my calendar of, of everything I could clear from it, literally allowed the time for myself to, to rest, to, if I wanted to nap, I could definitely nap. And when I wanted to eat, I would have the food available so I could eat. And, and this is how we make this knowledge practical is we plan now knowing what to expect. So again, the healing symptoms of this nasal mucosa program are the stuffed up nose, you know, and that's caused by the swelling of that nasal membrane and reduced sense of taste and smell. Um, there's going to be runny noses. And this is just, it's just eliminating the remnants of that repair process. Now, headaches, you know, because of that brain edema, that pocket of water in the brain that's protecting that area of the brain and elevated temperatures, right? So I could, I had a fever and I was definitely tired. So these are the common cold symptoms, which is exactly what I experienced. Touching really quickly on, you know, the seasonal or winter seasons and winter colds is just looking at now how our mind perceives a stink conflict. Just think of how the winter, the coldness for a lot of people brings on the thought and, and the feeling of, oh my God, this stinks, this sucks. I hate the winter. I hate the cold, right? It's so common for people, you hear people complaining about the cold so, so much and, and the poor driving conditions and not liking to, to have to travel and not liking to have to get dressed up and, and shovel the snow. All of these things can definitely bring on a DHS to initiate a DHS and therefore start this biological program within the nasal 
mucosa. So this is why, you know, a lot of people experience colds in the winter is because it's just a track. It's every winter, it's like a reminder to the subconscious of how much it sucks, of how inconvenient it is, of how annoying it is. And, um, you know, that is why people have these symptoms so much in the winter. Now, let's bring the symptom of coughing into this explanation. I didn't personally experience a cough with this with this healing phase, but that's because it has a different theme, a different conflict content theme altogether. So it's not a stink conflict. The biological conflict linked to the bronchial mucosa is a either a male territorial fear conflict or a female scare fright conflict. Okay, and that all depends on your gender, your laterality, and hormone status. So. Obviously, if I did not have a cough, that means I didn't perceive it. My psyche didn't perceive the conflict as a scare fright conflict, okay? But if at the same time you, of these cold symptoms that you have, experience also a cough, then you know it tells you that you're also running the biological uh, program involving the bronchial mucosa. And so much the same happens. There's cellular ulceration in the bronchial mucosa, just like in the nasal mucosa, for the duration of the conflict activity, okay, and to the degree of the conflict activity. And so that widening and cell loss, it, the whole purpose, the biological purpose of that is to widen the respiratory passageways. So it's enhancing the function of the lungs right? And it serves to facilitate conflict resolution. So in this conflict active phase, this first phase of the program, there are no symptoms, okay? You wouldn't know you're conflict active with this bronchial mucosa program. It's not until the healing phase during that repair and replenishment process that we, we get the cough, okay? So when someone resolves that conflict, that scare-fright conflict or that territorial fear conflict, then this is when we move into that, the autonomic nervous system moves into that rest and digest state, that rest and digest phase, and it's restoring. So, so tissues are replenished through cell proliferation. And the healing symptoms are pain and cough, fever, headaches, you know, much the same as the nasal mucosa program. You know, what would be an example of, of somebody experiencing a conflict in two different ways? And keep in mind, this happens all the time. You know, usually when we experience a conflict, it's not just one way that our psyche perceives it. It can be two or multiple ways. So in this case, if you have the common cold symptoms plus a, a cough, then you know you your psyche perceived it as not only a stink and annoyance conflict, but also as a a scare fright conflict or a territorial fear conflict. And so an example of this would be, let's say at work, you have somebody barge into your, your office and it could be like a customer and they're angry and they want a solution and they want you to make it right and whatever for whatever reason. So just think of that. Think of how easy someone could experience that as not only an annoyance conflict or this stings or sucks, but also oh my God, like this is a fear. They're right in my face and they could hurt me, right? This would be a scare, fright or territorial fear conflict. It could be so many things. So we oftentimes will perceive annoyance conflicts and stink conflicts 
in conjunction with a scare fright or a territorial fear conflict. Okay, which is why we see so many people have a cold symptom, but also with accompanied cough. So I hope that you can connect the dots there and see that correlation of what's hot, what's actually happening. And as I said, we often experience, you know, a conflict in more than one way. So last week during my live video in the Facebook group, I mentioned, I made a comment about vitamin C and that spurred a lot of comments. But vitamin C is one of those things that, you know, in the conventional health narrative and health paradigm and understanding, vitamin C is one of those things that are, are being recommended you take and kind of widely accepted to take when you, you feel cold symptoms come on. But the issue with this is that vitamin C is a stimulant. Vitamin C is a stimulant. You know, just like coffee and caffeine, they're stimulants. And so when you have symptoms, we have to remember that we are not in a conflict active phase. We're not in a sympathetic phase, but instead we are in a healing phase. We're in a vagatonic phase, which means the last thing that our nervous system needs is a stimulant. Because what that does is it actually interrupts that healing phase. It takes you out of the vagatonic stage and puts you back into a sympathetic phase. And so you're literally interrupting the repair process of what needs to be repaired from the biological adaptations from the conflict. This is one of the things that's, you know, it's widely accepted in conventional medicine to, to know and, and to kind of just assume that vitamin C is good to take while you have cold symptoms, but in fact, it does, it does the opposite. It interrupts. So it makes you feel better because what it's doing, it's literally stopping the healing process, which will obviously stop the symptoms. But it doesn't allow the body and the, the cells, the tissues, it doesn't allow the completion of their repair, that restoration process. So it's something that, you know, for me personally, I don't, I don't take vitamin C, especially when I'm in a healing phase, any healing phase for that matter. So this isn't a recommendation. This isn't me telling you that you should or shouldn't. This is me just making a comment about vitamin C and sharing about its stimulant properties and how that affects your healing phase. Okay, you can do whatever you wish to do. This is just, it was an interesting comment and it spurred a lot of comments off of it and a lot of questions. So I wanted to share that in this episode as well. So I hope that this information, my example has kind of made you aware, helped you become more aware about making the correlations. If you feel a cold coming on, don't start thinking about, you know, where you caught the cold, but go to the emotional level. What was emotionally distressing for you lately? What has been, you know, where have you had a relief around emotional upsetness? Always look to make that connection. We have to begin making the connections to our emotional states. Because when we do that, our fear goes away. Then we understand why our body's producing the symptoms they are. And we're able to, you know, we're able to plan now. We're able to make this applicable and practical in our lives by knowing 
if I know I was conflict active for this amount of time, then I know I'm, I'm going to need this amount of time to heal and just allow my body to rest and not fill up my days full and, and put so much stress on myself to, to do something and do these tasks that normally when I feel healthy and, and, you know, energetic, well, that's fine. But when I know I'm going through a healing process, I want to plan my day accordingly. I have an exciting announcement coming up in November marks the one year of my New Perspectives membership. We are opening registration back up for that membership in November as well, just for a very short window of time. This membership, New Perspectives, is a, a beautiful community that if you enjoy talking about German New Medicine, you enjoy learning about the biological laws of nature, and you enjoy sharing your own personal experiences and hearing the experiences of others, um, then this is such a great community. I would highly recommend coming and joining. There's so much value within the membership as well. There's over 10 resources that are super valuable, super insightful. And included in these resources are monthly meditation downloads. We've got monthly recipe downloads. We have symptom-specific question prompts to help you correlate your symptoms to identify the original conflict. We've got just so many incredible resources within that membership. So if you're interested, connect with me on Instagram or Facebook or email me. All of the links will be in the show notes. Let me know that you are interested in joining the waitlist for when the registration opens up again to join New Perspectives membership. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. If you found some value in it, please consider subscribing and leave an honest review in iTunes. I'd love to help get this information out to more people and go ahead and share it with a friend. You can reach and connect with me at tanyaverquin.ca or on the socials at tanyaverquin.